0: Conversations with the Inspiring Minds, using design and creativity towards social change. This is Design for the People with Greg Bunbury.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Greg Bunbury, and on this show, I'll be talking to the designers, artists, creative thinkers and activists using their skills to tackle social issues, uplift communities and make a difference in the world. On today's show, I'll be talking to multifaceted creative Samuel Mensa. Samuel's experience and skill set spans everything from branding, UX, digital marketing and design to art direction. This expertise across disciplines has enabled him to work on award-winning campaigns for clients, including Nike, Google, MTV, H&M, Virgin, the BBC, and Barclays. Between this and his self-initiated work, Sam is also the founder of Creative Supply. He's also a creative director for Future of Ghana Limited, a charitable organization established to organize and advance the education and training of second-generation Ghanaians. Sam, welcome to the show.
0: Wow. Thank you for having me. That's such a, a succinct and direct introduction. I
1: love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, that, yeah, yeah, I love doing yeah. the, the intros cause it gives me a chance to kind of go through your work and kind of unpack some of the things that you're about. Um, yeah, so it's a great insight into what our conversation is going to revolve around. So off the back of that, uh, could you give Mm -hmm. us just a brief kind of, uh, just where your journey has come from and what's led you to this place here, where you're doing so much uh, community and social focus work? Mm -hmm. Sure. I think, you know,
0: I don't know where to even start with this, but I feel like, you know, um, fundamentally I've realized that uh, as a designer, you know, as creatives, you know, are essentially, servants, you know, like we're here to serve, you know, we're here to serve the world, like and improve the world, you know, what we give, uh, through our skill sets, you know, and through our, our, um, our abilities, you know? So I feel like when, when you have that mentality, you know, that we're here to improve the world, improve humanity in some way, the game changed for me when I realized that, you know, that, that it's all about sort of creating to give, you know, creating to actually improve and to, and to nurture, you know, that, that was when, you know, the game changed for me. So I was pretty much saying like in 2012, you know, when I designed my first typeface, you know, I was like, because yeah, I didn't have the ambition, you know, like of doing it to make money or doing it for this, you know, like I just wanted to do it because I wanted to give people another option to say, look, use this typeface instead of, you know, like instead of all the health and futurists every day, you know, so, you know, that, that was at the core like my beliefs saying I just want to give, you know, and, and so like over the years, that's kind of evolved and translated into, into things like, yeah, being involved in Future of Ghana, being involved in, you know, um, uh, youth worldwide, credit supply, you know, all these things that I fundamentally aim to give back, you know, I like can impart some of my skill and wisdom, like into, into people to improve their lives as well.
1: That's awesome. So let's talk about that pivot a little bit. Was there, do you remember a particular event or circumstance <laughs> that kind of made mm. you trying to kind of change your perspective? Because I think it's a big deal. As designers and creators, especially designers and creators of color, when we stop looking at our work as purely commercial, um, even though you've had lots of commercial clients, but when we start looking at our work as though, okay, how can this serve our communities? How does this become useful to other people? So was there a particular pivot or a particular moment that you remember?
0: Mm, I I, I can't say there was, you know, uh, like I mentioned, like it was when I sort of made my first face. I think, you know, that, that was a pretty big juncture, you know, like in terms of, you know, what, what design can really be used for, you know, and, and even then I'm like, still very, very naive, you know, like in, in terms of the, the true impact design actually has, you know, and, and, um, you know, like it wasn't until I, my first official sort of job in like in an agency, uh, like in AKQA in 2013, when I realized, oh, you know what, like we design apps. We do this stuff. We do that stuff. And, and, you know, we really have the influence, you know, to really sort of like impact people's lives, you know, so at the time I was designing like a Nike running app, you know, and the way, and that itself, you know, the, the, the way, um, that app itself just had the ability to improve people's lives, to change people's lives just by a running app, you know, but like it, like it coached them and encouraged them to actually, you know, um, to run every morning to do this, you know, to, to keep up with their fitness, you know, like and even that in itself, you know, as, 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 um, as minute as it is, you know, just the way that I millions of people I was able to actually be, you know, a cultural reset in terms of, you know, the power of applications, um, you know, the past decade alone, you know, the, 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 the um, the uh, the slew of apps that we've seen, um, from, from Airbnbs to, to, to Nike running to, to, to Uber, you know, to, to, to deliver, you know, all these things that actually shape our lives and you know like are, are so useful to us. You know, they were all designed, you know, they were all um have designed outlook it. And I uh, and I think that, you know, like it was no one sort of moment, but it's just, you know, the community of sort of learning and understanding of the industry, you know, like and, and our power creatives as well, that we really shape this world that we live in essentially. You know, so so that in itself, you know, we'll slowly ensure surely I began to realise just how powerful we are, you know, and, and um, you know, Here we are now, you know, like I I still, I still believe that there's so much more to do, but you know, like what we're worth, you know, like like land zones of the power we have as creators, you know,
1: Um,
0: they're not getting started with architects, you know, like they they literally build the world, you know, it's it's like, you know, just just understand that this, you know, we literally have so much at our fingertips that, that, um, yeah, you know, um, it it took a while to really understand that power, I guess, you know. You, you don't really sort of learn that in school you know, you, you know we learn that aspect you know that, that we are essentially masons you know like and we, mm. and we build you know, and mm. we craft and, and we you know like and we construct you know so so um, but we, it, it took a while to understand that aspect but when it did you know it came at like a ton of bricks and, and, and you know and it, it was just history I guess yeah,
1: yeah. so I mean <laughs> as creators and builders and architects of culture mm. and design mm. and commerce would you say that Black creators have a, a kind of a responsibility to try Mm. and impact their community, or is it something that should just really happen organically or something that we Mm -hmm. kind of come to or evolve into rather than actually pushing ourselves into it? Oh, you know,
0: that's a very, um, you know, uh, interesting question because of the fact that there is no sort of one definitive answer. Like I'll say for me, um, I had a very strong, you know, yearning in my soul that, you know, like I have to give back in some way, you know, so so began by being involved with Feature of God, being the founder of that, you know, and with um, two or to three other people as well um, to to just mentor and, you know, just a collective, you know, a couple of young black creators as well around me based in London. Um Like it really was just something in me to actually say I you know, like I've made it to a certain point, and I, I want to, like, I want to do this. You know, and in fact, I've, I'll be unfulfilled if I don't do this. You know, so yeah. uh, that was my personal journey. Not everyone feels like that. You know, can like, I feel like you? You know, you should only do it if you actually feel like it. You know, and if yeah. there's a real, real desire, you know, to 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 authentically give back and to do your part. Um, You know, but at the same time, you know, everyone's different, and you yeah. know make a rule that says, oh, if you're black and you make it, then you have to do this, you know, yeah,
1: because,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I realize, yeah, like a lot of people are just on the same way, you know, and, and, you know, um being in the industry, you know, like, um, you know, seeing all these corporate people, you know, and uh, learning that some of these senior leaders were black, you know, like, and I've never heard of them, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see them giving talks. I don't see them doing this. I don't see them doing that. And that's just the path they've chosen, you know? And, you know, like I remember like, when I was 22, you know, the head of Nike Digital at the time, you know, like in like and my agency, he was a black man, you know? And and that was incredible to me to see, oh, nobody was he black, he was Ghanaian as well. I was like, wow, I've <laughs> never heard of you. Why have I never heard of you? I want to learn anything about you. Why aren't you, you know, more visible? Like I need to know, I, I need to know yeah. what's going on. You know, like I realize now, you know, now I'm 30, like I realize I reflect that's just not his, his path at the time. But it doesn't mean that he's not doing anything.
1: Of course. I've realised
0: there are various ways, yeah, there are various ways and various, um, you know, outlets, you know, like and various routes that people choose to actually do their part, you know, and so, you know, you, you just pick the one that makes sense to you yeah. and pick the one that's actually feels authentic mm-hmm. to you. But you know, I find that more than often, you know, like it's the quiet ones that actually doing the most, you know, a lot of the time. So, you know, May regard me as quiet as well you know in terms of you know what i've done or not done but um you know i know what i've done you know and people and people around me as well you know what i've done as well so it's so, so really interesting like i reflect on you know my prior mentors you know people that i look up to i like, can still look up to um yeah you know, i can say you know they just do it differently you know like mm-hmm. everyone's different i feel like more than not everyone is doing something no one's really really in the corner, you know, with their mouth closed. They are always doing something, you know?
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing there's levels to activism and activism isn't always the loud, visible stuff that you see. It's not always the marches and the raised fist sometimes just by being in a particular position that in itself is a form of activism or just expressing joy or expressing a connection with our culture that in itself becomes an act of resistance or an act of activism and you know in the Mm -hmm. example you gave um i guess the one thing i can i can kind of say for that is in terms of the young people coming up you can't be what you can't see so just to have somebody in that position is in itself a huge thing because until you see that pathway and you're like, oh, wow, I, I can do that. This person looks just like me. This person's from the same herd or the same whatever. I can do that. And that becomes your pathway. So there's lots of different levels to how we go out there. and We make a difference in the world. Um, one of the things I wanted to touch on real quick was um, like, you're so connected to your community uh, and your Ghanaian background. Um, and how mm-hmm. much does that kind of play into how you orient yourself and how you conduct yourself in your work now?
0: Very interesting. So, you know, the, that's one of the reasons why, like, I haven't really, damn, I haven't really sort of released work in a long time, you know, like, like in terms of actually publicly, you know, um, you know, putting putting work out, whether it's on, you know, my, my, my Behance or whatever, like, on like my website and stuff, you know, like, I only just got a website this year, you know, like, I've never really had a proper website before. It's also, so, so, so I just got one this year. But, um, you know, I think it means, uh, for the most part, the reason why like I made a decision was purely because of the fact that it was a quality decision, you know. Like and and you know, I feel like very few things actually, uh, you know, like on, on the quality sort of level that I wanted to be to actually put out there. So you know, that's the reason for that. But I feel like like in general, we uh, I don't yeah. We, when it comes to the whole sort of Ghana thing, you know, like, like in my culture, you know, like in my background and everything, the way I carry myself is just simply the fact that, you know, I, I, um, you know, I was born in Ghana. I came here to the UK when I was around four or five years old, and you know, the rest is history. Essentially, you know, like I think it just means to, to always represent, you know, to always represent, you know, like every time you see my name, you know, like that's that's Ghana, you know. Every time you, mm-hmm. you just see my you know, that's representation, basically. So like you just mentioned, you know, sometimes it's just being present, you know, like is enough, you know, but it always means that, yeah, like I, I always give props to where I'm from, you know, like I'm proud of my heritage, I'm proud of my name, I'm proud of my country, you know, and I think it just means that, you um, know, just that in itself, you know, just reminds people that, you know, and uh, and it sounds like a uh, a simple thing, but it's actually not, you know, it's actually not to always give props to where you're from, because there, there, there are a lot of, like even Ghanaian, you know, creative pioneers that, you know, don't really sort of mention the Ghana part, you know, so so I realised that, you know, looking to pop culture, you know, like a lot of us are Ghanaian, you know, but very few of us actually sort of claim it, you know, like every single time, you know, like or speak about, you know, whether it's for PR reasons or for this or for that, you know, Lord knows, you know, I don't know why, but, you know, you know, it sounds like simple enough, but it's actually not, you know, to always talk about heritage and to always Sort of say where you're from or something like that. You know, like I try to do a lot. You know, like I used to claim Peckham. You know, because that's the way like I was raised. You know, for for 20 years of my life. You know, in yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like in fact, my first race, You know, like I I would say, you know, London, Paris, New York, and Peckham. You know, because i not put up there. terms of, you know, this is like you know the 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 cauldron of culture. You know, and that in itself gave me pride, you know, like and I evolved and realized, you know what, yeah, Peckham is cool. I'm not really f- from here, you know, I'm Ghana, yeah. So, so let me sort of rep that instead <laughs> as well, you know. Either way, you know, like it's always good. Like even now, you know, now I'm Mr. Croydon, you know, like and now like I'm part of the you know, creative scene in Croydon, you know, trying to uplift, you know, young creative talent, you know, like can nurture that as well, yeah, and be part of the creative scene because Croydon is itself as well, is you know, a very popping sort of place in terms of you know like emerging talent so so wherever I'm at, you know, I try to I try to do the same thing. I try to represent, you know, like I can push that narrative, you know, of supporting that that area or or place.
1: Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. And I think that kind of leads me into your uh black is still beautiful billboard. Uh for those who Mm -hmm. don't know, uh I was fortunate to work with Sam on a billboard he did for the Black Outdoor Art Initiative that I create in partnership with Brotherhood Media. Uh, in your billboard, which was, um, probably one of the more popular ones, uh, was entitled black is still beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. so like, I'd love to hear you speak on it, but just for my take on it, uh, one of the things that I kind of see in your work, and you can tell me whether this is accurate or not, having spent time around, um, lots of, uh, African households and communities, uh, I'm obviously for a West Indian background. Uh, one of the things I noticed in being in these households is the kind of, uh, uh, this this connection between old meets new of these Mm -hmm. very kind of, uh, traditional, um, households with very modern sensibilities, where there's lots of very strong values in terms of how you address people and how you speak to people and the respect you give, but then it's in a, a very modern context. And which kind Mm -hmm. of strikes me. uh, That's what struck me about some of your work, especially the billboard where you have these very kind of old school, very, uh, very, uh, real values, but with very modern Mm -hmm. sensibilities in how it's structured and the way it's looked and the use of typography, would you say that's a kind of an accurate, uh, assessment?
0: Oh man, I think that's a, yeah, that's a very new, like very sort of interesting one, you know, I think firstly, you know, I have to say. Just thank you for the opportunity to, to actually get involved in our projects. And, and and it's like, because we had a mutual connection, you know, um, the late, great John Daniel, you know, that, that, you know, that was our mutual friend. And I didn't even know you prior, but like, it's, it's amazing how like, even through his passing, you know, th- this connection that we've made has actually led to this, um, you know, this happening, you know, so, so that, that, that's really incredible that like a mentor of mine is still having an effect on my life, you know, after he's gone, you know, but, but, you know, that, that whole, you know, process in itself, you know, like it was very, very interesting for me just to create art again because I haven't created art for 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 a long time, essentially, mm-hmm. right? You know, so and um, I, I say art it, because there's a distinct difference between art and design, you know, because I design for a living, you know, I design, I design apps, I design, you know, um, uh, branding, and I, I do this, I do that, you know, and that's design, you know, that's for a client, that's for for work, but. I rarely get the opportunity to express myself, you know, in art, Mm. art sort of form, you know, like, and that was the first time in a really long time. So, so it felt alien to me, you know, like initially, you know, what do I say? Like, what do I talk about? And how do I say it? And how do I sort of represent it? You know, do I use European standards to Mm. to convey like like a a black message? Do I sort of design this with, with like an African approach? You know, like what? And you know, like not only was it art, but like it was art that had like a big platform, like and a big message to be told as well. You know, mm. so so it was a big sort of wrestle in my mind in terms of yeah, just how do I execute this exactly? You know, like it's a how tough do I brief view. for and, sure, man. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't sound <laughs> tough, but actually it is because when you realize the scope of it, you know, like and just how many people are watching, you realize I really have to say something. You know, I really have to please. You know, like look at an, an app ease, um, You know. and. And you know represents so many things in, like, in this piece of work, basically, right? You know, so so it's like you know, how do I convey my my London side? How do I convey my black side? Like, how do I yeah. convey my side? How do I convey my Peckham side? How do I convey this and that? You know, and it's like I have to do all this in one piece of art, you know. Like and eventually, yeah, you know, like I landed on that message, and you know, you know, uh, we went back and forth in email. I was inspired by you know these lyrics by Dave the rapper, right? like, and it was just the case of saying, yeah, you know black is beautiful, black is this, black is that, you know, like, and there was all this, um, discussion about, we have to sort of like interpolate it, you know, in a way so, so that, you know, no, no lawsuits come around, you know? And so what I realized was that, you know, we had the, the words, the phrase black is beautiful like look all the time, you know, but, but now it's almost the case where we need a reminder, like a real reminder as well, yeah. that black is beautiful, you know? And, and the reason why, you know, that, 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 Stuck out to me as well as the fact that you know it's 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 simply just a case of like I never saw that growing up you know like, I never saw that like, on the billboard like, anywhere you know like and it was a it was a message to the younger me to say well, what would you have loved to have seen like on the street you know on the way home from primary school to say yeah that that's something that that would have uplifted me and my friends to say yeah we are still beautiful like, we are still worth. Worthwhile, you know, like, and like, we mean something, you know, like, our value, sorry, our lives are valuable, essentially, right? You know, like, and that, that in itself, you know, is, is so simple, but it's so, so effective, you know, like, and, you know, like, even in terms of the coloring as well, you know, like, initially, like, I had multicolors, you know, like, I had, like, red and greens and oranges, but as my wife actually suggested, you know, well, no, you know, it should be shades of brown, shades of black, basically, you know, that actually conveyed that, you know, that, it, it's still beautiful, you know. These shades, you know. These tones, these textures, you know. They're still beautiful. Like, and, I, and I feel like, you know, when when you speak about the old of the new, man, again, you know, the old and the new. Being reminded about things that like, we are still beautiful, we are still right. powerful, like, and we are still is, yes, you know, like the old and the that's new sir. is like that's the old and the new, you know. <laughs> the that's new it. message is still the old message, you know. Yeah, it's never yeah, really yeah. changed. A little bit, but the message is like it's still the same. And I feel like yeah, we need to be reminded about that, and and yeah, bring that to the forefront again because um, you know, when we sort of realize our value, you know, the, the potential is boundless. You know, so, mm. yeah.
1: yeah. And what I love about it as well is that it's joyful. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a real sense of joy, and I kind of feel like a lot of the times when we come at these projects, uh, what makes it so difficult is that we're dealing with pain and we're dealing mm. with trauma. And, uh, to kind of come at a brief like that and then come out with something that represents joy as like the ultimate form of resistance. It's celebratory and that Mm -hmm. in itself is amazing. And you know, what I loved Mm -hmm. about you and your process is that, uh, when you came with your first idea and I kind of pushed back and I was like, Hey, you know, let's look at it this way, or maybe let's change this, let's change that. You actually did the work. So you went through mm-hmm. that process and you went through that that introspective process of kind, kind of going, what do I want to say and how do I want to say it? And a lot yeah. of times, especially with the Black Outdoor Art Project is black culture isn't a monolith. So there can never mm-hmm. be one expression that encompasses the full experience of being black. And what I was looking for was the individual experience, the individual subjective experience to get a mm-hmm. range of emotions, to get a range of perspectives. Because more time, whenever something like hap- like black lives matter or George Floyd, we get some celebrity on TV and they're just like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Or you got, yeah. you got like answer for everybody in, in the whole Afro-Caribbean diaspora and that's not possible. Yeah. So what I really mm-hmm. loved about yours was that it was personal and it was authentic. Mm-hmm. And it was joyful and celebratory. So, I mean, thank you for that work, man. That was amazing.
0: Oh, oh man. Thank you for, for, for getting that out of me, you know, like, and giving me the platform and opportunity to create, you know, because that's a very good point to make is that, yeah, you know, um, let's not be reminded of our trauma, but let's celebrate, you know, um, just how we can progress and go forward, you know, and that's amazing because that's just how I feel as a person as well. It's my just outlook and personality in general. So, so, you know, like, you know, put the bold yellow colors, you know, the bold, bright billboard, you know, that's the kind of person I am. So, so yeah, like I had to put it through the artwork and let that be the message. Yeah.
1: Love it. Love it. Okay. So, um, what's going on with you at the moment? What, what are you working on at the moment? Where can the people find you?
0: Um, wow, well, working on a slew of things at the moment, but, um, you're going to see it for a while, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, um, people can find me you know, on social media, uh, like all my ads are the same. Um, samuel meant to be you know and and i'm always looking for you know to to um discuss things with young up-and-coming creators you know like if you're out there if you need some guidance if you need some some words of encouragement or like all like, you know just like how to navigate the game you know like yeah yeah, yeah. I'm here to give you the game you know like, because i feel like my career has been very very interesting in terms of where i've been like what i've done how i've navigated things on where i am now you know um i really want to sort of nurture the upcoming generation in terms of you know giving them the shortcuts, giving them the information to, to really understand the, the, the worth and power, like as a young creator, like how to not get the industry to, to make the most of what they, what they have. And so, you know, to feed their family as soon as they can, basically, you know, because we have that skill, but it's just the case of navigating just how to actually manifest it, you know, no, that information isn't given so clearly, you know, so, so I feel like, you know, those that are in need of it. I'm here to help and, and yeah, feel free to message me and get things going.
1: Man, that's amazing. We're going to list all your links and everything in the show notes. Um, thank you for connecting with me again, uh, mm-hmm. bro. It's been awesome. Uh, I'm looking awesome. forward to getting you on another billboard again. Exactly. More and stuff, just, man. That's it, man. Do just it. keep pushing forward. <laughs> all love, man. Oh, I man. Appreciate, appreciate it. Great. Thank yeah. you, man. All it right, everyone. Great.
0: You've been listening to Design for the People
1: with Greg Bunbury.